you're physically fit, you can climb the mountain without any physical stress. And if you're mentally fit, like, hey, I remember how it feels to switch. I remember how it feels to connect with that inner voice, with that sage being. Ooh, I remember to access that. I remember to call it on and to get my mind out of the way to take action aligned with that. Wow. And that's that mental fitness, that strength of like, hey, let's just do this thing. That doesn't have to be pressured or forced. But it really is that that being able to shift in those two brain states. And especially when you are going after certain things, because you will notice in certain areas, it's easier to just do the aligned thing and just to, to be in that sage or in that inner voice being kind of present, aligned. But why is it so hard in other areas? And this is what we are especially working on. Welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lyanne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm, to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back to the show, beautiful souls. Happy 2024. Here we are, the beginning of a new year, and I am so excited about this week's podcast episode. My guest, Lily Beyond, and I have an amazing conversation for you. And what's really cool is that I think it's going to help you when it comes to all of your goals and New Year's resolutions. And I again, it's perfect divine timing because this episode was recorded um, a couple months ago. But I think it is such a great conversation as we start off the new year in that we all have these dreams and these goals and Sometimes they never come to fruition. And Lily and I both um, work and with our inner voice, our inner being, and understanding how to tap into that. But what Lily does, which is super cool, and we talk about it, is getting over the barriers and the self-sabotage that prevent us from actually taking the action. And in her mental fitness school, which we talk about, um, it's like, how do you build that muscle, that mental muscle to actually take the inspired action rather than the hustle and the grinding, rather than just forcing it and being able to walk and talk your way through, putting the ego mind behind and saying, take a seat and letting that inner voice and that inner being flow. And that's actually uh, what's super cool is that Lily actually had reached out to me to be on the podcast we met inside of Bella Lively's community and um, I will put that in the show notes all about Bella but it really is about tapping into that inner voice that intuition and Lily talks about her journey and how she was in corporate and she was she knew there was something else that there was just too much emptiness in the people that were around her and in herself but she didn't know what to do to get out of that. And so I love this conversation. Um, Lily has her own podcast, um, but go and check it out. I've put in everything in the show notes. I think that this is the great way to start off the new year. 
So grab that Java. Let's get started. Good morning, Lily. How are you? Good morning, Lion. So good to have you here. So good to talk to you and have this conversation. Finally, it took a couple Fine. of turns, but finally, yes, <laughs> now it's um, the divine timing. Divi it is really, and I like, I love that because, um, you know, when I'm when I get the opportunity to speak with um, amazing women that are all over the world, time zones are a thing. Time zones are a thing. <laughs> but here we are. So, Lily, I would love, and, and welcome to the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. I would love for you to uh, tell my listeners, obviously, a little bit about yourself, where you are in the world, and what you are excited about right now in this version of you. Yes. Hey, first off, thank you so much for having me. I love that we connected over our shared passion for inner voice things. So this is how we met. And this is, I think, something we really have to honor because this is such bonding on such a different level, I guess, even like crossing continents and time zones. Yeah, this is just too beautiful. And yeah, so a little bit about me. So my name is Lily. I'm originally from Austria, Vienna, so in the center of Europe. And yeah, I had my twists and turns with finding what I really want to do and really coming back to that center place, to that home base is like what I actually want. Wasting almost or like spending like 30 years of 30 plus years of figuring out what other people might think is right for me. And then finally coming back to, okay, what do I actually want? Yeah. Like after two quite intense burnout series and wasting too much time that's that it's been <laughs> worth it to mention even to come back to that home base and see like, hey, what do I actually care about? What do I actually want? Yeah, which led me to coming into the startup world, honestly. So I was working in the art scene. So I always was kind of creative in that sense. So I'm a designer by trade. So anything that's creating things, making sense of things and creating some, some solutions for everyday problems in that sense was always kind of a theme. So first, my first point was, okay, the art scene, because my mom's an artist and I somehow had the opportunity to work at the New York um, Dependance of the Austrian Cultural Forum. So this, I was very lucky to, to work with there and like curate art shows and these kind of things. So this is very inspiring. And, but I was, I loved all the asking of questions, but I was thinking like, hey, how can we get the answers now? So this this connection was totally missing for me in that sense. And like over a detour of studying in Berlin for a couple of years, coming back to Vienna and finding the startup scene. So this was in the early 2010s, where the word startup even was so new to the scene. And I was lucky to encounter a bunch of crazy dudes from university who said like, hey, we want to en enrich this entrepreneurial spirit in people again. Mm. We can't just all be like, empty shells in corporate like what else is there and this is what's kind of drawing me into that kind of also seeking like asking questions but also seeking answers and creating solutions this is kind of my evolution in that sense and we're creating amazing tech festivals like bringing really the founders founder center stage hosting big shows like we literally had equipment that came from Eurovision Song Contest the night before to our venue it was really like hey we want to celebrate founders and innovative ideas so this was the spirit that we're after and yeah we were happy to sell this company then 2018 and this is when I was like 
putting two and two together almost like, hey, I love that we're having so much technological advancements. But what about the mind? Why do like I'm seeing more and more these empty shelves running around our festival with like 3000 people. We screened like almost 2000 startups each year to pitch competition for matching with investors, had a, our own venture fund. We worked a lot with innovators and people who had crazy ideas. We had world premieres of flying cars and really crazy shit on our stage. It felt like somehow shallow. And maybe this is also reflecting my own, like, I felt so successful on paper, but somehow empty inside. Like, what's happening? This can't be it. Is this really what we're after? Like, all the achievement, all the accolades of things we can do and all the superlatives. But what else is there? So in 20. 17, 18, I took the turn to go back to university. I went to study psychology in Vienna and do all the trainings. I worked with, uh, like studied with Tony Robbins and so many other great teachers in coaching and these kind of things too. How can we help founders and people who are shaping our tomorrow to not burn out by their dreams? How can we really foster that scene and that holding that space of, hey, we need that nurturing ground. We need that soil people to flourish how can we foster that like we are sort of catching up from the technological advancements to the mental advancement and this is what i dedicated now in my past seven years to and i'm loving it <laughs> mm. wow there's so much in there i think <laughs> i think i know i know that this is so important because you see so many people literally, I love what you just said, like they're literally empty shells, right? Because they have just been burnt out, they're burnt out, or they are just so programmed to be doing what society tells them they should be doing. Um, and so your personal journey, what, what was there something in particular that sort of triggered like was there an event or was it just a gradual sort of series that you were like wait a minute there has to be something more Ooh. so honestly looking back it's been so obvious and I'm so grateful for everyone who stuck with me and us like actually my husband and I we met at this company and honestly for these five years of growing this thing to 150 people business a multi-million dollar budget thing how many times I was questioning the whole thing and questioning and like wanting to rescue. Like I was so nurturing that pleaser and that rescue in me that I need to save those people. They mm -hmm. are so like in their heads. I need, to, I didn't have the tools then, but still this, this rescue identity was so nurtured over these years. And I'm so grateful for all the people who stuck with it, with all the stories each year after year. Cause it was this cycle of like, Hey, once a year we had the big event and then it was couple of months of de digesting the thing and like but really when you say like hey what got me to that point is this this question was honestly present for a while do I fix those people can I fix the people on top is it my role mm -hmm. to fix them am I placed in that setting to fix them or is it I was struggling with that a lot or is it really just hey I'm I cannot fix other people yeah we cannot, yes. <laughs> the spoiler alert. But really, what can we learn from this? What are we we learning from that? How can we lead by example? And this is really what happened then after, and what led me to honestly, what what I mean, I was managing director at that thing, so I couldn't really grow much further in the company. So it was already kind of 
top management. It was one of the, the earliest hires in the whole thing. So it was kind of bootstrapped from the beginning and it grew into a very substantial thing. But I was honestly thinking that I needed MBA. Like, give me some kind of structure. I was craving structure. Like, someone, please tell me what to do. So much looking outside of things. Mm-hmm. Who can I fix? What can I learn? What framework can I slab onto this? This was kind of the attitude that I approached this. Like, really, but in the background, like, noticing, oh, I'm depleting my energy. is getting lower and lower. I'm really burning out here. Because I was looking outside. Now I know that, yeah, because I was not looking inward enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Back then, it felt so logical to look outside. Hey, what else can I learn? What else can I observe out there? And I was thinking I needed an MBA. And I'm so glad that, I mean, Austria was, was really great. For, like, it is a very, like social setting there they're very supportive of people of studying and stuff so I was able to take a sabbatical for a full year I'm very grateful for that yeah it took a little twist and turns but this was really for me I I have this bonus year now where I can totally reshuffle my like chess pieces like what could that look like what could that mean and I really took that chance to okay let's let's clean up the, 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 the players let's clean field and re- readjust like what could that look like what could that be and I basically totally invented myself essentially in 2017 and yeah so it was gradual when you were asking it was gradual in that sense but really it was with this permission here I give myself this time frame I'm giving this time frame <laughs> and then what do I want to make out of it how do I make it work yeah. for me yeah, it is so important. And I think you're right. People are, that was sort of the, one of the things for me personally as well at the beginning of 20, 2020, let's, uh, where I wanted to try to make people wake up and realize what's going on. But also like, you, you can't get, you can't push people or have help people unless they're at that time when they're ready. So that's, you know, a a learning journey though, when you realize it's not my responsibility and I'm going to exhaust myself and burn myself out if I continue to share this with the hopes that people are going to get it because not everyone is going to get it. Right. And so for you, were there symptoms of the burnout? Like what were your symptoms? And then I know let's talk about inner voice because that has helped us both so, so much. But when you were experiencing that, was that be like, is that one of the reasons that you took the sabbatical um, in order to sort of reshuffle your life? Was there specific signs or symptoms of the burnout for you? It was total shellness. Like I felt so depleted, so empty. Like there are, I'm so happy that there are actually photos from the event where I was interviewing billionaires even like crazy dudes like who how could you ever get across someone like that yeah but but really when I look at that with with our filter now like wow how I'm so sorry for this girl really this is so so empty I mean this was also crazy because we had two events one in Tokyo and one in Vienna within two months (laughs) crazy and with all the cultural pressure too so it was really a physical pulling the plug moment, to be honest. 
but actually if I'm really really honest like the thing really the turning point of like oh, I'm doing this now like no way back so the physical I might have prolonged it for a little longer because like no no no, I can push my body I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm in my 20s I'm good like just keep pushing like maybe take a longer weekend sometime it's fine like arguing with that so I would have pushed my body maybe a little longer but really what was the turning point for me that they they made the change mm-hmm. so this was where I was lucky that they were kind of because I was looking so much outside what are they doing what how they are they feeling not looking inside and luckily I'm really lucky for that that they readjusted their chess players too kind of and say like hey Maybe I'm not the right person anymore to run the big show. But here's the interesting thing. They assumed something about me. So they wanted to create a new product for me. We wanted to host like a whole magazine. like, And this is honestly one of my big life dreams still to somehow be involved in some kind of magazine world thing. <laughs> and they actually wanted to create a magazine unit, not knowing that I wanted that. For me to to run that and take away that other business from me. But something just didn't feel right anymore. It was I was so grateful that they took that decision from me, uh-huh. to be very honest. Uh-huh. So in that previous stage, I was so lucky that they did that decision for me because I was not ready to because I would have maybe burnt myself out to a clinical burnout or what whatnot, you yeah. know. I mean I was literally crumbling in like in the public space with all people watching I was literally crashing down physically so maybe my body gave me signals but I, I would have pushed it further I guess mm-hmm. I was so yeah. grateful that they said okay let's let's change something let's try that but yeah. for me that was the sign so okay no, apparently I'm not useful here anymore so why not just reshuffle the whole thing oh. it was a good permission for me. interesting interesting right like our ego mind, our mind really gets in there, right? Where it's like, no, you can keep going. You can keep going. But I like what you said, where you're like, when they were going to offer and create this new product for you, you're like, it didn't feel right. And I think so many people are disconnected from what they feel in their body, right? And not taking that into account. So for you to have acknowledged and stopped and said, no, this doesn't feel right. I need to take the break. I think is a huge sign for anyone who's listening to say, it's okay for me to stop for a minute and listen and put the mind, body, feeling, soul connection together and say, I'm going to take a hot minute here, readjust, and then move forward with a different or maybe the same decision, but a decision that's more aligned and so when did inner and maybe you can uh for um any listeners who don't understand what inner voice is we we have some maybe some different names for it but maybe you can just explain because that is how we connected uh through bella lively and just sort of explain what that is because we've talked a lot about when we're searching for validation outside of ourselves And it's very, it's a cliche thing. It's like, oh, the answers are always inside of you, but they are. And so maybe just explain what that is for everyone. Yes. I love that you bring that up because I think this is exactly the point. Just absorbing the statements might land in the wrong place. 
if you tell it to the ego mind, like, no, of course, I have all the answers. Like, yeah, look at me making you survive the past 30 plus years. Yeah. Look how good job I'm doing. So the ego might grab onto this statement like, yeah, yeah, of course, I have all the answers. And let's but let's still figure out looking outside. But at a point where really the body is so depleting further and further, it's like the mind also gets weaker in a sense, like it's more exhausted and more like slower, maybe even. And I guess maybe this is really like a time where this this inner peace can crack through, like really shine through. Like really this this crack in the in the bowl kind of scenario where the light comes in. Like, ooh, there is when we notice, ah, inner voice for me personally. I honestly didn't understand the name for the longest time, to be very honest. I was following Bella for a while. I was like, I don't really get it. Some something, quote unquote, something pulls me towards that, but I don't don't fully get it. Like, what is it? I mean, I was raised in a Christian belief, so anything kind of spirit and Jesus and these kind of things. But still, I was conceptualizing it with my ego, with my brain, yeah? with my mind. Not taken into account, like, how does it actually feel? How does this aliveness actually feel? From if, if it's really a full body, yes, this is full body replies and nudges. I wasn't actually never really accessing that. Even though, like, consciously, I was like, yes, I'm, I'm a Christian. I believe in the things. I believe in spirit, these kind of things. I, I got that up here. Yeah. I never really landed down here. So this one image that Bella tells about this, like, having this this almost neck stiff, how do you call it? This dense, how do yeah. you call it? In, yeah. The, the, I don't know the German the, word. The neck, uh, like the scarf. Yeah, so this is kind of logging in, looking up, only looking upstairs, so to say. Yeah. Like with your view only like up to your mind, up to your head, not allowing this full range of motion. Like, hey, I can actually bounce my head. I can actually look down. I can actually feel what what do things feel like in my body? Do I actually like that? And having that kind of unlocking really that dialogue in the case this, this was not congruent whatsoever i was so locked in into hey upstairs please give me someone a command like i would do anything just give me a command yeah but what actually was missing is the command from within if you call it intuition inner voice inner being i mean if you're a spirit uh, like christian even like this can be holy spirit too this this nudges these these or it's future self. I mean, in my coaching practice, I love to say like, hey, that's your just your future self talking to you even. Those version, this version of you that already knows like, oh, those, the things that will unfold in the future. This version of you can already anticipate and guide you along the way. And accessing that, that really comes from being more connected in the physical body, really in your torso area. So if you, don't have a visual yet but it's really like if it's your heart space if it's for me it's solar plexus really rib cage yeah area for some people it's really gut feeling but really that area where you felt those very strong nudges before hey do that call that yeah go after that it's that connection right and that's where um yeah call it whatever intuition gut feeling instinct it's all the same, but really being able to, as Bellis is like bobble down 
you bubble that head and you move it down into where you're feeling. And it is um, for anyone who's never, and I'll put some links in the show notes, but having an inner voice experience session is beyond mind blowing when you can really tap in literally to a voice that is that other version of you or the higher self, or even it's just as we know, right? We are in the realm of the spiritual, and I'm saying that in quotes, world where we are just a portion. This human body is just a portion of the extended uh, energy body that we are. And so there is always around us the other remaining portion of us that you can tap into that is, like you said, guiding us in every step if we take the time to listen, if we take the time to listen. I love that so much. Um, And so I know that you have, um, tell me about mental fitness school. Is that a program? Is that a community? What is that? Yeah. So I run mental fitness school. So that's essentially, so it comes out of um, positive intelligence. So this is something that my logical mind loves in combination with this intuitive work. Mm-hmm. So I was battling for the longest time in my entrepreneurial own like journey, being a coach, being out there, like with the Christian background, like how, how spiritual am I allowed to be and these kind of things. But what I love about positive intelligence, it really brings it down to the scientific level. Like really this can be proven with brain imaging that it's literally two different brain modes we can operate from. It literally is this, when we are in fear, in doubt, in scared, doubtful, uncertain, this is a certain brain area, combination of brain areas lighting up, versus when we are in courageous, in playful, in calm, in censored, in going forward, this quote-unquote, the, the good emotions and the bad emotions or the negative emotions, it literally is two different brain modes we can operate from. The negative ones are primed by our saboteurs, really those voices, those learned instinct reactions or this this learned reactions of, hey, this is how I'm supposed to react when someone says, hey, be quiet. I'm I'm supposed to be quiet, not questioning, hey, what a day after kind of thing. So any kind of learned response during our upbringing that um, is kind of clouding our true this this so in positive intelligence we call it sage in inner voice we call it inner voice really that kind of knowing that being of hey there is the place that just knows that knows the timing that knows what best to say next that's very inspired in laser focused action so it's not just that zen floaty state but very precise laser action and this is what really draws what 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 is drawing to me this kind of because I was kind of confused and it's, is it just this meditative floaty state? No, no, no. It really is. How can you then take action from that place? Mm. Kind of in the past couple of years, I was able to get into that meditative state of like, yes, I, I feel it. I feel aligned and these kind of things. But as soon as I get back to work, I have to actually do the thing. I felt like, no, no, no. This is a different version of me again, taking over. Right. And with mental fitness, this is the term that uh, they framed that hey, we need to build that mental muscle like our brain is that muscle that we need to train to take action to 
look at those things to really make the effort. Like if you're physically fit, you can climb the mountain without any physical stress. And if you're mentally fit, like hey, I remember how it feels to switch. I remember how it feels to connect with that inner voice, with that sage being. Ooh, I remember to access that. I remember to call it on and to get my mind out of the way to take action aligned with that. And oh. that's that mental fitness, that strength of like, hey, let's just do this thing. That doesn't have to be pressured or forced. But it really is that that being able to shift in those two brain states. And especially when you are going after certain things, because you will notice in certain areas, it's easier to just do the aligned thing and just to, to be in that sage or in that inner voice being kind of present, aligned. But why is it so hard in other areas? Mm. And this is what we are especially working on. Mm. This mm. is so important because when we talk about, um, you know, setting New Year's resolutions, setting goals, and people get so fired up, right? Because they get, um, and whether, I mean, sometimes those goals and aspirations aren't necessarily aligned to begin with, but when they are, and you're in um, an atmosphere or an environment, for example, I just returned from an event in Florida last weekend, which was so high energy. Uh, every woman in the room was on the same page. It was just mind blowing, right? And the hardest part, and I say hard as, you know, choose your own heart, but what the challenge I suppose is, is being able to stay in that high vibration, which is, you know, those, that verbiage is thrown around a lot, but basically high vibe, right? High vibration basically means staying in that state of euphoria or even intention, um, enough to take the inspired action. And it's hard, challenging when you have to come back to life and life takes over. And then you're like, crap, I need to get back up another level. But how do I get there? Because all this crap is going on. And it's so important to have that mind, heart, body connection. This is unbelievably amazing, Lily, because this is where I think people don't understand what actually needs needs again quotes because nobody ever needs to do anything but what it takes to actually achieve the thing that you want to achieve or what or the path that you need to take so amazing absolutely amazing because and so what do you do you coach one-on-one or do you have a group program and what is sort of the first I mean, for me, I know awareness is the first step, but what is it that you work people through in order to get that connection to actually take the inspired action? Yes. Ah, I love all of this. I mean, this, this is exactly the point. How do you act on it? Like we're really bridging the knowing into doing hmm. when you are in that nurtured state from that event, from that thing, how do you actually execute so this is really the thing and how we like to start with that. Like uh, positive intelligence is essentially, it comes out of Stanford University. So it's backed really by this neuroscience studies they do at Stanford and they do continuous studies and they figured out that PQ score, which is a fascinating metric, to be honest, that really like it honestly really resonated well with me, like someone who is who is very spiritual 
but also needs kind of the logical backup for things. And uh, I cannot be just one of the two. Like, let's please foster that middle ground. Where are those people who like both of those things? Yeah. And this is the space that, that we are nurturing here. How can we have both? Like really bring the logical mind on board with, hey, there is, is an actual number of percentage how much your time is acting like your friend mm. versus your enemy. Mm. that's essentially it and there is this metric you can find it on my website that's it's a quick assessment that guides you through that like hey if there's anything and that's so fascinating we need that pq score of 75 so it goes up to 100 100 means like 100 of time in sage in in a voicing in alignment kind of thing so godlike yeah. <laughs> stayed in a sense and zero means like you're totally taken over by your saboteurs by your doubt by external mm. expectations by ooh, all the heaviness in your average day experience and on that spectrum where where are you and there is this assessment for and what's so fascinating this is really the starting point i i hang, highly encourage you to just take this quiz i mean it's a free quiz to just get that number like get your brain something to hold on to to like oh, okay this is where i'm at because what's so fascinating, I mean, when I first my did my first PQ assessment a year ago almost, when I was already studying all the things, psychology, did all the trainings, things, manifestation, I doubled into inner voicing already. And like I, consciously, I knew a lot of things. <laughs> but when I was then actually doing this assessment and getting that black on white number, I scored at 35, like 35% of time I was in this stage state so to say yeah. and the rest of the time I was honestly wasting time in stress and oh I'm in doubt mm -hmm. it really is that this time anything that's below 100 it's just showing you or actually below 75 is really the tipping point there is this gravitational pull almost that we have like anything so it's not 50 50 it's not like at 50 you feel off. Oh, you got it under control. Like 50-50 means you have these negotiations all the time, like devil and angel on your yeah. shoulder all the time. Total, like equal whole thing. Like this is 50-50, literally. So you need to get to that 75. How do we have that pull towards Sage, towards that, hey, this inner voice thing is so accessible. I, I know how to get myself in alignment, however you want to call it. I know how to support myself, even through hard times. How can I feel at peace? Even when shit hits the fan, when things are going rough, when things are challenging, how do I yeah. still keep being on track? So this is anything that's around 75 and above. And this was would be a very good starting point. Just explore, like, oh, where would you be at? Okay, amazing. That's a fun starting point. And there is this other assessment. If you really want to get deep into it, what are those voices? They have another free assessment on those saboteurs, really I mean, we know a couple like the pleaser and the hyperachiever who always wants to do things right or the perfectionist, the stickler, like those kind of flavors. If you want to give them a name, there's also this assessment, mm. which again is like all very science-based. So this is what I love. I mean, and this fun thing, they very articulative saying, we just name this very scientifically. We all very spiritual. This is, yeah. all, very, this is all very spiritual in the end. But yeah. we intentionally frame this very scientific to get the logical brain on board, to give it something to chew on, like the two toy, right? Yeah. To, to work with. So. Oh, that is so good. And I love that because you're right. I mean, there's more and more um, 
scientific proof and evidence coming out there about the mind-heart connection, for sure. I mean, Dr. Joe Dispenza, right? That's yeah. that's his thing. You have to be able to have that coherence. Um, so yeah, I'll be putting the links to those in the show notes for sure, because those are amazing tools. Because I think sometimes people think they're in one spot. And then when they, you're right, people, the ego mind needs something to chew and hold on to, to grasp before you can actually tap into that other part. So when you get the logical mind on board to say, oh, that's where I'm at. Um, this is where I know what I need to do and awareness. And this is a great tool for awareness because that is the biggest thing that you need in order to make any shift in your life. Like for you, right? You you knew you needed, someone made a decision for you, but then the awareness that you had of your mind and your and how it felt in your body, then you were able to make another decision. So for me, it's awareness, self-awareness is the first step. And having a tool like this is absolutely, absolutely amazing. So I know that you also have a podcast, which is amazing. And we were talking briefly about it uh, just before we hit record. And maybe you can just tell the listeners, because um, I think you have some in English and some not in English, but what is, is it, is it encompass all the same conversation? Um, yeah. Are you interviewing other people that are sort of on the same journey? Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So fun story about the podcast. So it is bilingual, German and English. Awesome. This was my longest drama. So anyone who is bilingual, I totally feel you. This is the hardest thing to ever decide on if you want to create content. Yeah. I've been through that struggle for the past years. It's hilarious. And But I decided now this summer, hey, I just, I want to bring it onto one roof. Like I'm coaching in German and English. So why not my podcast be both? Like really channeling that force, that, that strength into one channel. So it's called Revired and Inspired. Like really Love it getting to the core of this how to rewire your brain to feel inspired to do the things you want to go after and create and honestly up until now it's been very mini training style so up until now I didn't have any interviews yet but I'm considering opening up for that but until now this is the funny side story of the origin of that because last year I was also in this huge language drama and this huge, like, what do I want to talk about? What am I standing for? And I gave myself the challenge to go live every single day on Instagram, like every day for the month of February. Like, just do that. Like in the morning, just hit live and just talk about things and see what naturally wants to come through. And I totally did it just for myself. And it was so fun with the whole experience with people kind of catching up to it. And I had a little core audience building up. And the fun thing, I extended it like, let's just hit until Easter, Ooh. somewhere in March. Like, oh, maybe complete April too, because it's so close. And then this was the time when we decided to move to the island. So my husband and I, we moved out to a Mediterranean island last year. In that season, like also like once you're committing to a certain period of time, Things will happen. We need to be aware of that. And yeah. we extended it. I extended it to a hundred days of going live. Wow. And this was kind of, I was extracting so much nuggets of wisdom in that time. Like, hey, I need to pack them somewhere. They cannot just die on my Instagram feed. And this was kind of my initiation. Okay, I want to preserve them. And I re-recorded them in a better audio quality and extracted the essence. 
and pack them then on the on the podcast. So right now it's very knowledge based or like wisdom based bits. Love so, absolutely <laughs> love that because that is so funny. That, and again, I don't find anything is is uh, you know a coincidence. But um, over the last week or so for myself, it's been a little bit. Again, there's been some things shifting, and I have been having the same sort of like not so much going live, but having these downloads, these thoughts and these channels coming to me. And I've been just voice noting them, just voice noting. And I sent one to a really good girlfriend the other day. And she was like, this is like fire. You need to get the, this is content. And it wasn't even like, I didn't do it for that purpose. Right. But it was like, and so she extracted a whole bunch of clips and put it into like some content for me. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Right. It's like, oh, this is spirit. This is inner voice is coming through me. And what I've learned, Lily, and maybe you can and share your experience is that sometimes we, we all we do. We want to compare how we're doing things with how other people or people that we look up to. And think, but I'm not doing it the same way she or he is doing it. And then when you realize that your way is your way, it's like, I, it's easy. It can just flow like that. It can just be simple. But we've put so much restraint and restriction on ourselves to have it look a certain way. Because maybe we don't look as spiritual as someone else. Or we're not doing what they're doing but it's like, we're all able to channel that. So I don't know if you've had that. And when your experience of this, this live, the live experience, how you felt about that, like, how did it make you feel? Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the whole story. I don't know how much time we have left, but like, honestly, like this happened in February of 2022. Wait. Yeah. Last year. Oh my God. Only been a year. I know. So February 2022. (laughs) And honestly, October 2021, I was contemplating with these ideas. I was like brainwashing myself with all of these online marketers and like, oh, let's go once a week live on Facebook and have those things and those checklists. And like, I had a map of like things, like a schedule of like weekly lives for the longest time. Like going live once a week. Come on. It can't be that hard. Please. Like, come on, ego. Like, come on, self just do it can't be that hard I couldn't get myself doing it like only from October like every week I keep postponing something came up something like mm. literally always kept happening postponing that once a week thing which felt so easy because I was looking outside what you said like looking at other people like oh this is what they are recommending once a week oh life da, da, da. but I just could not get myself to do that even though it, they made it sound so simple yeah so really, I, I got myself, I mean, walking for me is my, my medicine in that sense. So I had my, my daily walks. And I was really challenging myself, like, hey, come on, Lily, this cannot be happening again. We are in January. It's been three, four months now. <laughs> What's happening here? Why can't we just make that happen? And I was playing with it. Like, I get into a playful state. So really, step one, how can you get yourself into a playful state about that thing that seemed not to work? And I was really challenging myself, like, okay, how else could this go? Apparently, that's not the way. I've been trying it for the past four months, not working. So how else can we go about this? And I got myself playful. And I was saying, like, hey, there are other people. I was really picturing, like, a couple of personas that um, I'm following. Like, oh, one person is doing those daily things, like a week challenge kind of thing, going live 
for five days in a row kind of thing. So, so I was picturing a couple of those scenarios and feeling into that, like, well, could, could I see myself doing that? Or could myself see doing that? And the one week thing felt kind of resonating, but somehow I didn't feel challenged enough by it. <laughs> like, come on, I couldn't get myself to do it once a week. Now I'm not challenged enough by doing it once a day for five days in a row. It felt too in, inefficient in a way because it's goofing again and it's done. Yeah. So somehow, I, unfortunately, it was end of January. It's like, hey, February is coming up. It's the shortest month of the year. 28 days, what can go wrong? <laughs> and something about this daily commitment, like even weekends, like let's just do it daily. I'm doing this habit just for me. I'm not doing it for someone else. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm observing what other people are like showcasing getting inspired yeah but from that playful state hey how could that work for me what would I need for some people it's once a week or at a certain day or yeah it, really this is really the thing where you have to put the torch again in words and say like hey what how could that work for me and and, and look in what and for me it was like hey, I need to do this thing daily I cannot do it one Monday through Friday and not the weekends it somehow felt off, like losing momentum somehow. Right. So this is where you can play with your ego when your ego is saying, no, 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 we need to make it now perfect every day. Play with that. Go get it. Like get it on board. If, if your ego is playing with that and wanting to serve you in that direction, please get it along. So it will have at least resistance. <laughs> if, if you say like, hey, okay, this is your rule, then let's just play with it. Let's go do it mm-hmm. every single day, including weekends. I love see that. What I love that so much because you're just, how can this work for me? Right. And not having any outcome attached to it. You're doing it for you. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, you know, it's again, how you've brought in it's, it would became a, it's like a daily habit, right? With any kind of habits you start, but knowing five days wasn't going to feel good, but just going with it. Right. And habits and, and what habits do we have on a daily basis that align with where we want to go right that's so important and it, again it can change from season to season maybe you're in a season of going live 100 days and then not going live for 30 days that's okay right you give yourself the permission to do that mm-hmm. oh i love that so much so good i think that our journeys are um fascinating um and how we uh, how we connected and how again right now with what i'm you know, working through myself on having a 23-year career and going, there's lessons that I see that have been popping up over the last couple of years that when the ego mind gets involved, you ignore until you literally get hit over the head with the two by four and go, oh, I keep getting the same lesson. Maybe it's time to do something different. Um, And that's where it's time to tap back into all of this, tap back into the mm-hmm. internal because you always know it's, it's as cliche as people may think it is. We are divine spirit and we have the answers inside of us. And so right now in this version of you, how do you find, I don't like the word balance because I don't think that's ever really achievable. Um, but the harmony in your life right now between the t- go time versus the it's time for me. How do you find the harmony? What do you do? Oh, I love that. Yeah, balance is such a tricky word. But yeah, what I really 
came more and more to realize, hey, the, the there is this saying, right? The mind is a beautiful servant, a terrible boss, a terrible master. So really remembering, hey, I just have to give it strong commands. Like if balance for me right now means, hey, I only have time under the shower, those couple of minutes in the morning to reconnect, to charge up, that that must be enough. I give myself that take power charging, like thank you from Wally or something when you fall out the, the solar panels, like, hey, I'm power charging right now. And I choose for that to be like enough in the sense of, hey, I'm I'm fully charging right now. I'm charging right now. I'm recharging, I'm recharging. Like giving that strong commands in certain mm-hmm. points during the day or certain actions. If I'm pouring that cup of coffee or if it's a restroom or just staring at the fields or in the distance for a moment, like, hey, I'm recharging right now, I'm recharging. Like you can give yourself such strong commands. So it mm. doesn't have to be that big ritual in that sense. So this is what helps me right now because I'm really balancing this kind of creative urges of kind of, I could create 20 hours straight right now, but I know I'm depleting. So also not being hard on that, allowing those urges in that sense, but keeping it, observing it a little like, hey, how can I be gentler to me? How can I be really my best boss? Mm. That sense, that CEO that I always wanted, like, hey, that person who cheers me, who is supportive, like, hey, maybe it's time to just listen to a good audio or just take a PQ rep like we do these trainings. Just go on a walk or just take another sip of water if that's it. Yeah. Yeah. To have that conscious conversation, that dialogue of like, oh, what do I need right now? Mm. But that could really, and that could change over time. Yeah. As you're right. Like for this season right now, I'm very industrious and going out and then connecting also here on the island with local businesses and companies. And so interesting to. Yeah, setting your intention, right? Your intention of being, it's, you're being very mindful as well. Um, And your intention is to really tap in. So again, another sort of one of my pillars where when you can be intentional with the time and knowing, and again, giving yourself that permission. So I think that's a great sign for anyone who's listening that is in that sort of I don't like the hustle and gressle, but that go move, that, that inspired action time, but know that you also need the time to recharge, like recalibrate, reset, um, where nobody, a lot of people don't do that, especially in this hustle bustle culture where it's go, 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 run to work, take the kids here, take the kids there. And then you have no time to literally recharge your own batteries. So I love that. Where can- and it's so hard to do that on your own. Sorry yeah. to, to catch up no. on here because I mean, I have so many clients that are in this mode. Like, hey, we need to get this done now. This is why we need people like us. Someone somewhere where they can land for a moment to challenge their rules and their things. Literally the rules. Like, if I do this, I have to crash afterwards or I have to mm-hmm. perform until my body says no. There are those secret rules running in the back of your mind, soft-coded. And really sessions like this, having someone in your corner helps you exactly with that, like uncoding, uncovering those secret rules, really literally the strings <laughs> on yeah. that puppet show and really having you like cut those cords. Like, what are those things that I actually don't want to believe anymore? Like, do I really need to crash after I, or do I can allow myself to have a soft landing? Like, oh, yes, I performed mm-hmm. and now I deserve a rest. Now I'm rewarding myself with something can be coming from a good place not like no I now need this bucket of ice cream because I'm dying inside but no no no. how can that be 
nourishing. Oh. This, these are those rules that we, oh. we must challenge. We don't just should, we must. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I think I could, we could, we, we could talk forever. Um, <laughs> but I will be mindful of your time. And I know the time zone difference. Um, but where can people find you, Lily, and um, follow you or, you know, all the things? Yes, I hang out a lot on Instagram. So at Lily Beyond, L I L L Y, double L, Beyond in one word. And my website is mentalfitnessschool.com where you can find that PQ score assessment if you're curious to just get that metric for your logical mind to put into perspective how much of my time is my mind actually working as my friend versus as my enemy. Just a fun way to kick things off and I have a little like guided email series around that to just help you better understand what's going on here, which is just a beautiful starting point on getting a hold of that thing that seems so intangible. It really makes it tangible and graspy. And um, yeah, I'd love to connect with you. Yes. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you so much for this because we've been, uh, you know, trying to get to this point and I'm again, divine timing. I think it's absolutely perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. as always, especially where I am personally in my life. So I love that. Um, thank you so much. And if you have loved this episode, please make sure that you share it and tag both Lily and I on social. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Thank you so much, Lily. Thank you, Lane. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Ship of Your podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shipworker and on Instagram at Lianne Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.